Sullivan will enter the Penguins 2021 season as a head coach who's been, ideally anyway, humbled a bit. And I say that with immense respect and immense faith in what he can do. But the humbling thing, that has to be real. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. And this, the newly reborn DK Sports Radio podcasting network. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. If you're into football and or baseball, I've also got Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates each morning. Every Monday through Friday, take your pick of your favorite team. If you're here, I'm going to guess that the Penguins are at least one of your favorite teams. And I'm also going to guess that you're aware that the NHL is looking hard at a January 13 start to the 2021 season and a January 3rd opening to training camp. This season kind of like the bubble thing from this past summer, is going to present teams, coaches, and players with challenges unlike any they've faced previously. Strange things can happen, and we've seen that too in pandemic times when it comes to professional sports. Teams that shouldn't be winning, are winning. Teams that are expected to do well flop, maybe because they don't handle the restrictions as well as others. I don't know how many times you heard during the recent Stanley Cup final that the Lightning and the Stars both deserved immeasurable credit just for having made it that far in that bubble atmosphere. Sports psychologists, regular psychologists, will attest that any form of isolation is dangerous. It's dangerous. And not everybody handles it the same way. And unlike those, you know, in our military who are trained to be in a submarine for, I don't know, four months, six months, or whatever it is, professional athletes aren't ready for that. There are a lot of challenges. There are a lot of different things that a team will have to overcome. There cannot be any question that the Penguins players did not put everything that they had into that cameo appearance they made against the Montreal Canadiens. Jim Rutherford himself went on record as saying he was skeptical as to whether or not some of his group even wanted to be there because of the bubble restrictions. So it's going to be different. This requires a different type of personality. A lot of different things can occur. And I wonder how that will reflect in this specific case on this head coach. Is Mike Sullivan on a hot seat entering the season? My argument would be no. Because of who he is, because of what he accomplished, because of uh, how strongly everybody in the Penguins organization, Rutherford included, feel about him. Rutherford genuinely believes that he came upon the best, if or at the least one of the best hockey coaches in the world 
when he got Sullivan. And they're all wearing two rings in part because of that decision. You don't toss someone like that aside lightly. And I don't believe it'll happen. I also don't believe that anyone could get a clear view of how this coach does or a manager in baseball or wherever in any sport in a pandemic time. That's why you see so few moves across sports because everyone understands things are just weird now. At the same time, when Rutherford removes every assistant coach under you, other than the goalie coach, Mike Bales. And he brings in Todd Reardon to replace Jacques Martin as the guy who works with uh, power play and the defenseman. And Todd Reardon was just a head coach in the NHL, of course, in Washington. And he brings in Mike Vellucci, who was a head coach and a highly successful one, a championship one with Charlotte in the AHL. And then he acquitted himself well by all accounts with the job that he did in Wilkes-Barre last season. He also was a head coach. And you bring these guys in, honestly, it has a little bit of a feel for what it was like when Sullivan himself came in. And we all started to see the end of Mike Johnston flashing before our eyes. And there was this guy, I remember it like yesterday, at training camp, who was conducting the drills for the prospect types with this really authoritative voice and commanding presence. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, this Mike Sullivan guy, this this, this looks impressive, whoever this guy is, right? <laughs> and he made an impression. And sure enough, when things went south, early that season and players quietly sneakily cleverly turned on Mike Johnston there was no hesitation Jim Rutherford knew exactly where he was going to whom he was going and why he was going there that's why Mike Sullivan was brought into the system this is standard operating procedure there's nothing controversial or scandalous about this you can go way back to when Craig Patrick in the early 1990s famously brought in Badger Bob Johnson and Scotty Bowman. These are guys who were qualified to be his successor at the snap of a finger. But Craig wasn't the type to be worried about that sort of thing. He wanted to bring in the best possible people. He did, and he ended up, of course, with Badger Bob getting the first championship. And after Badger's tragic passing, Scotty Bowman stepped in and matched that achievement the following year. You just bring in good people. You hope that everybody that you have succeeds and that you don't have to make a move. But if you do make a move, you want to have other good people available. And whether Rutherford simply wanted to do that and upgrade his capabilities to make such a move over the staff that he had with Jacques Martin and Mark Recchi, or he wanted to send a message to the current head coach that what he had just seen in the playoff series against Montreal wasn't good enough. 
one way or another, it still means the same thing. It still sends the same resonance through the organization, but specifically at the door of Mike Sullivan. It tells him, you got to do better. You got to do better. Our bar is a lot higher than what we just showed there with the level of talent that's on the team. Hot seat? No. No, that'd be way too strong. But a little warmer than it had been in the past? Yeah. No doubt about that. When we come back, just one question. Just one question here on Daily Shot of Penguins, and that is brought to you by our friends at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. Their mission is to feed people in need, to eliminate hunger in our region. If I have to keep going on this, then something's wrong. I don't need to sell you on this. I don't need to convince you of the importance of helping our neighbors know where their next meal is is coming from. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. pittsburghfoodbank.org. Spell that out. The question today comes from Derek Hunter, who says, uh, Hi, DK. Here's my Penguins podcast question for you. It's only a matter of time until we get a statue of Sid outside the arena. What moment would you like to see immortalized by the statue? Raising slash kissing the cup, one of his classic one-knee, one-timers. That's good. Batting the puck out of the air. Thoughts? Um, Okay, batting the puck out of the air is going to be a little difficult unless you've got that puck attached to the stick in such a way that people can't keep grabbing it off of there as some sort of lousy souvenir, right? I'll say this first. I like to think of Pittsburgh's teams and Pittsburgh's statues as a single entity. Okay, I'm I'm that way about our sports teams. Um, You know, the whole same first name, same set of colors, only city like it in America. I, I like to think of the three as being somehow connected. So when I think of the statues, I think of all of the statues. I just don't think, in this case, of the Mario one outside PPG Paints Arena. I also think about Willie Stargell, Roberto Clemente, Hannes Wagner, uh, Art Rooney Sr. over at Heinz Field. And try to keep them in a similar context. So I'll begin the answer by saying that. I'll continue the answer by saying that I like action. I had an editor once who taught me that when choosing photographs to go with sports articles always prefer action to reaction. Reaction is easy. Reaction is uh, the moment has already occurred and the photographer is now just locking on the person rounding the bases or raising the football in the end zone or raising their arms uh, after scoring a goal. It's not the same as the action. So I'll start by leaning toward your action moments, much more so than Sid raising the cup. Uh, If you look at the rest of our statues, Roberto Clemente 
is swinging and hitting a baseball, that elegant follow-through with the bat coming all the way around and touching the ground. Willie Stargell, smacking a baseball. Couldn't be better. Hannes Wagner, follow-through of a swing. Uh, Maz is... Maz is rounding second and third, okay? <laughs> Maz, I'm going to let Maz celebrate. Maz had the greatest single moment in Pittsburgh sports history. Um, the Steelers are tougher to bring into this because Franco uh, catching the ball on the Immaculate Reception is only out at the airport in a very different form, and all Heinz Field had, has is the, the chief sitting there with a the cigar. But Mario's is action, too. You know, Mario splitting those two Islanders, those poor guys. <laughs> Richard Pilon and Jeff Norton, by the way, are their actual names, if it ever comes up for you in a trivia question. Mario split those guys and went in to score a beautiful goal, befitting his stature as the greatest one-on-one rush player, among other things in the history of hockey. In this case, of course, it was a one-on-two, but he wasn't beneath that sort of thing either. With Sid, you know, Sid's legacy is that of a winner, first and foremost. He'll be the greatest winner uh, the franchise has seen when you couple his three Stanley Cups in Pittsburgh with the global championships that he's won. I understand those weren't representing the Penguins, but, you know, Sid's the captain of the Penguins, too, even when he's doing that. The greatest winner the franchise has ever seen. More cups than Mario, more international than Mario. Um, He's never going to match Mario on, you know, the level of awe that people had when they saw Mario. They knew they were seeing the greatest talent Uh, who'd ever lived, or at least they should have known that. And he'll never be number one in this town. That's always going to be Mario's spot. But, but, he'll be the greatest winner. So I almost feel like it'd be okay to give him a Maz-type exception, you know, where you think, all right, he's done so much winning, and what you remember the most about Sid is, uh, you know, the Cups, but then... You know, then there's the action thing. Sid has a dynamic, visual, physical presence about his play. Like you said, going down to the one knee, uh, skating down low, doing something on the backhand. How about that? The greatest backhander in hockey history. Uh, Maybe, just to keep things consistent, it could be what's commonly referred to as the F-yeah goal against the Islanders. Uh, in which he came back from the concussion. You know which one I'm talking about. Came down on the right side on that rush and just smoked that backhander upstairs. And that way the Penguins could be really consistent in honoring the Islanders with both of their statues. And maybe the Steelers could get around to having statues of their players doing good things against the Islanders too. I don't know. That's a really good question, though, and I appreciate it, and I appreciate everybody who listened to this show today. We'll try it again tomorrow, maybe with some firm dates, by the way, for the NHL. Let's get this hardened and let's get it going. At Point Park,
Park University in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door. Your car. Your gym locker. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.